You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Bridgestone Weatherpeak. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. Come on, pick and roll! 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like in the parking lot at your kid's peewee championship game. A trophy bigger than your five-year-old is blocking the rear windshield of the car in front of you. As they reverse into you, you're stuck on defense. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, this crash could drain your athletic fund. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. Are you self-conscious about your smile due to stains? Have you ever wished that you had a whiter and brighter smile? Smile Actives is a safe and affordable alternative to expensive whitening procedures. You simply add Smile Actives gel to your toothpaste every time you brush your teeth, making it the easiest teeth whitening solution out there. In a clinical trial, Smile Actives users reported up to five shades whiter on average, all within seven days. No change to your routine, no extra time. Right now, they are running a buy one, get one offer. Hurry to smileactives.com slash iHeart today to receive this special offer with free shipping and handling. This is Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. What's up, everybody? Thursday, September 24th, it's Straight Fire. Thank you for taking the time to join me this glorious Thursday morning. We've got a great night in sports ahead. Thursday night football, obviously Lakers, Nuggets, game four. Get the remote ready. Make sure the batteries are working. Listen, I'm not going <laughs> to, Thursday night football, I'm about to make a case why the game is a big deal. But obviously Lakers, Nuggets is hugely important. Pretty interesting Wednesday night development. We'll get to shortly with the uh, Heat taking down the Celtics. Boy, Heat now up 3-1. We will save the best bet. Best bet lost again. Back-to-back L's for your boy. I'm, uh, I got an interesting parlay uh, here for you on Thursday night. And we have a great interview later in the podcast. We're going to do back-to-back NFL deep dives. Today, we're going with John Middlecoff, an NFL scout. You might know him from Cowherd Show. He's awesome. We dig into a lot of games. And then a special guest joining us Friday. Um, you guys definitely know him well. A big name in the football community. But let's start with the biggest story in sports. And yes, it is Dolphins-Jaguars Thursday night football. Normally, this would be a game played in London, 
right? I mean, this is like a week seven London, the, uh, what, seven Eastern kickoff. You got to wake up at like four o'clock Pacific time. And um, I think it's a compelling game for this reason. The Dolphins are already 0-2. They really need this game, folks. Okay, if they can't take down the Jags and Gardner Minshew, um, week four, Seattle Seahawks. Just chalk that up as a loss now, okay? Week five, they travel to San Fran to play the 49ers. We don't know what the 49ers roster will look like, but even with the injuries, San Francisco has way more talent than Miami. So now you're looking at, geez, 0-5? That's definitely in play. I do believe if the Dolphins fall behind big tonight, I'm talking 21-3, even 14-0, I think this is the night we could be seeing the debut of Tua Tungavailoa, the Miami Dolphins' top draft pick in the 2020 draft. Remember, two years ago, Baker Mayfield comes in for an injured Tyrod Taylor on Thursday night against my Jets and pulls a rabbit out of the hat, a great comeback win. That was the springboard to a great rookie campaign for Baker Mayfield. And folks, you know this. As soon as you draft a quarterback high in the NFL right now, the clock is ticking. That rookie clock is moving, and we know... If you've learned nothing about the NFL in the last five years, you've learned this. The easiest way to build a contender is around a rookie quarterback. The rookie quarterback is cheap. You're not paying him $30, $35 million a year. That's when you can build out the defensive end, the cornerback, the wide receiver, and the left tackle. You can build all the important positions while your quarterback is cheap. Listen, we've seen it right now. Kyler Murray in Arizona. Okay, he starts in year one. Whoa, is this guy ready? This guy was a baseball prospect two years ago. Now he's starting week one. Kyler Murray was competitive. Year two, Kyler Murray's 2-0. and They went out and got him DeAndre Hopkins. And real talk, Kyler Murray is looking like an MVP candidate. We had this in August. If you follow me on social media, I did videos for Fox. Kyler Murray's an MVP candidate already in year two. Look at Josh Allen, okay? He has a pretty solid start. What do they get him for year three? Stefan Diggs. Boom. Josh Allen's first 300-yard games come this season thanks to Stefan Diggs. Lamar Jackson. Here he is, year three with the Baltimore Ravens. He was the MVP of the league last year. The Baltimore Ravens spend the second most money on defense in the league. Lamar Jackson's in position to go to a Super Bowl here in year three because he's on the rookie deal. I mean, you could go up and down the list of the best teams in the league, folks. Patrick Mahomes in Kansas City. I know he got the big quarter, the big quarterback contract hasn't taken effect yet. But he sat out the first year. Now, they did have Alex Smith, and they were a playoff team. But Patrick Mahomes comes in year two. Boom. MVP of the league. Year three. Win the Super Bowl. The blueprint is there, and that's why it pains my New York Jets. And I again, I promised you I wouldn't go deep on the Jets at all early in the season. Um, but they're just doing it wrong. This is, was the offseason they should have spent, but they got the GM in position late. Jets are a dumpster fire, okay? And they're wasting the best times to build around Sam Darnold. I do believe this is the night the Miami Dolphins could unleash Tua. And remember, okay, there were expectations for the Dolphins this year, folks. I was not part of that expectation, but I think Peter King pick them to win the AFC East? I'm serious. Peter King, I know him well. He will come on the podcast. Um, 
This is a Dolphins team that spent more money than anyone in the NFL on free agency. They stole Byron Jones from the Cowboys because they need another cornerback opposite Xavier Howard. They're they're very good cornerback. Of course, Byron Jones goes down early last week against the Bills, and what happens? Stephon Diggs just eats, totally dominates the Miami secondary, owned them, had a monster game. Dolphins were, I think, last in the league in sacks last year. So what do they do? They go get three defensive linemen in free agency. They get Emmanuel Ogba from the Browns. He's a former second-round pick. He's a good player. They get Shaq Lawson from the Buffalo Bills. And they got Kyle Van Noy, who was in the Brian Flores defense in New England. Van Noy had a great year edge rushing for the Patriots last year. Brian Flores knows him. Brian Flores says, let me go get my guy. So a pathetic Dolphins pass rush last year, and they go out and spend lavishly on the defensive line. They go out and they uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick led them in rushing yards and rushing touchdowns last year. That's how inept this team was. What do they do? Boom. Let's go get Matt Breida. Let's go pick up Jordan Howard. Now they have some running backs. They had the worst offensive line in the NFL by every metric. And that was why I said they should not start uh, Tua Tungavailoa. I wanted to see what the offensive line could do. So they go get Austin Jackson in the middle of the first round in the draft. And they picked up two guys in free agency. They start to build the line. They spent lavishly. They had three first-round picks. The, at the end of the first round, they picked up the cornerback from um, Auburn. He, he saw some action against Buffalo. It's clear he's not ready to be a starter yet on the outside. Uh, maybe you tuck him inside as a slot. But it's, bottom line is Miami has built around. They've got the foundation ready. All they need is the quarterback. And maybe this is the night we see Tua. Listen, I was never a Gardner Minshew guy. I had the Jacksonville Jaguars having the worst record in the league, having the number one pick. They get Trevor Lawrence. I mean, everybody had that. Everybody said they were going to get Trevor Lawrence. I took it next level and said, what about Trevor and Dabo? I, I mean, that makes a heck of a lot of sense. And here now the Jacksonville Jaguars 2-0 against the spread. They beat the Colts, and they nearly took down the Titans, who have no defense at all. But I think it's going to hurt Miami. If Gardner Minshew comes out, chews up their defense, and you've got Tua sitting on the bench. Like, what do you have to lose? Throw him out there. Let's see if he's ready for action. Your offensive line, I I mean, it's looked capable in the first two weeks. Ryan uh, Fitzpatrick did them no favors. Three picks in the opener against the Patriots. Um, no turnovers against Buffalo last week. So the line is performing capably. I think it's Tua time, and I think we will see that tonight in Jacksonville. I'm actually um, saving the pick for this game later in the show. It will be part of the best bet. So I would like to see Tua tonight. Um, Listen, I know the receivers aren't great. Gisaki, the tight end, has looked fantastic. But I'll tell you this. Last week, Ryan Tannehill just totally did whatever he wanted against his Jacksonville secondary. If you want Tua to get some confidence, throw him out there against Jacksonville. This is not a good defense, okay? Tua Tungavailoa, unleash him tonight. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Continental Tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. 
They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their continental test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even, Checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other. As Infinity presents... A new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like in the parking lot at your kid's peewee championship game. A trophy bigger than your five-year-old is blocking the rear windshield of the car in front of you. As they reverse into you, you're stuck on defense. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, this crash could drain your athletic fund. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. All right, a quick word on the Miami Heat taking down the Boston Celtics. Man, I had that game totally wrong. Heat showed up in the first half. Heat held him off at the end. Uh, I, I mean, I'm a little bit surprised Boston's going out like this, but what can you do? But folks, I don't know if you realize this. Boston actually shot better from the field. Boston shot better from three. Boston had more offensive rebounds. Boston had more assists. I mean, Boston, by if you just look at the box score, Celtics had them. It was similar to uh, Saints versus the Raiders on Monday Night Football. But, the, but of course, two things jump out. The Celtics turnovers. Oh, my gosh. 19. I mean, Kemba Walker, their point guard, had zero. But Tatum had six. Smart had four. Jalen Brown had four. It's what, that, that zone really messes with the Celtics. And the big story coming away from this game, Heat win by three. Tyler Hero. Tyler Hero. If I asked you uh, at the All-Star break and I said, yo, 
Give me the names of 10 guys who could swing the Eastern Conference. Okay, you would say, okay, Giannis, obviously, uh, you would go Embiid, you would say Ben Simmons, somebody might even say, well, you know, Chris Middleton could have 35 in a deciding game. You could, you would go through the Boston guys, Kemba, Tatum, Jalen Brown, they're all capable, they were all top, uh, top elite draft picks, high up. Um, you might, you might have said Jimmy Butler. I mean, remember, this is the all-star break. Um Toronto, you might have said Pascal Siakam. You might have said Fred Van Vliet, who was good in the NBA Finals. You might have said Kyle Lowry. I don't know how far you would have gone before you got to Tyler Hero, a rookie. Who, by the way, we if you listen to Monday's podcast, I went after uh, the NBA uh, awards voting. And then Dante Jones came on Tuesday and had some really smart stuff to say about extend the voting and through the conference finals. Because you're putting more credibility in a friggin' November and December game when players are load managing than you are the first and second and third round of the playoffs where nobody gets any accolades for it. And Tyler Hero drops 37 on the Celtics. And it wasn't like a heat check 37. 14 of 21 shooting, 5 of 10 from 3. And this is off the bench in 36 minutes. 37 for a rookie. The staggering stat that they had during the podcast, uh, during the uh, telecast on Wednesday night. Most points in a playoff game, age 20 or younger. Magic Johnson had 42. That was in the NBA Finals. That is always going to go down. 42 in game six, filling in at center. Remember, he was a point guard. Um, that's one of the all-time great performances ever. Um, but age 20 or younger, Tyler Hero is now number two with 37 points. Derrick Rose, number three with 36 points. This is, I mean, this is, I, I was speechless watching Tyler Hero. Now, if you search my tweets, and you're not going to do that because nobody cares, um, I have been gushing about this kid since the bubble started. You could just see he came in with just that swag and that confidence. He's fearless. And I love watching Tyler Hero play because I'm telling you, it's not just he's a three-point shooting guy. He is perfect for the modern NBA. And I, you know, a lot of talk since the Bucks got bounced. Well, I mean, Brian Windhorst came on this podcast early in the podcast and said, you know, you want the list of Giannis potential teams, the Miami Heat's right up there. And then you think, oh, well, who are the Heat going to give up? And obviously it's the young guys um, to pair Giannis with a Jimmy Butler type player. And I'm telling you, I'm sorry, I'm not putting Tyler Hero in any deal for Giannis. And I know Giannis is a two-time MVP. I don't care. We've seen Tyler Hero now in three playoff series be explosive as hell because he fits in the modern NBA so well. He can kill you from three. He can take you off the bounce. He's starting to distribute more. I don't know how closely you're watching these NBA playoffs. Tyler Hero, five assists per game in this series, so he can create. This isn't a, just a shooter. Like, he's doing Jamal Murray-type creating. Tyler Hero, I'm not trading him in any package for Giannis. He's only 20. Second-team all-rookie is laughable. And I don't have an NBA comparison for him yet. A lot of people are saying, hey, listen, if you look at Mike Miller when he came out of Florida, Mike Miller had swag, he could bury threes. And then I look up Mike Miller, like, yeah, this guy was awesome. Um, shot 40% from deep for his career. And, you know, I think he averaged like 17, 18 a couple seasons. Um, Mike Miller, really good player. Never made an all-star team. He was a sixth man of the year and rookie of the year. Mike Miller did not make one all-star team. 
I'm sorry, Tyler Hero looks to me, he has a potential to be an all-NBA player. I don't know if I'm going overboard. Bradley Beal is a very good player. Um, Jamal Murray, we've seen it pop in this bubble. Now, I know people are yelling, well, Jay, he's got Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo on his team. Okay, but uh, Jimmy Butler has, has been booted from Chicago, and he's been booted from Minnesota, and he's been booted from Philly. I like Jimmy Butler personally. I think he's a top 15 player in the league. But he's not a guy who's going to go out and give you 35-40 in any game you need it. He's going to get to the foul line. He's a tough defensive player. They got Goran Dragic, whose name I butcher all the time. Uh, Bam Adebayo is a very nice young player. But I'm telling you guys, I'm not trading Tyler Hero in a package for Giannis. I'm just not doing it. We uh, Listen, and I'm not poo-pooing Giannis. Um, we've now seen him two years in a row. Uh, how you stop him in the playoffs. And the blueprint is there. The Toronto Raptors built a wall at the foul line and they shut down Giannis. He can't shoot. He's not consistent to shoot the three and beat you. And then what did the Miami Heat do last round? They built a wall at the foul line, shut down Giannis, and they took the Bucks out fairly easily. Um, I'm not saying that you can't game plan Tyler Hero out of the game, but sorry, you don't game plan for a bench player. Um... I mean, Tyler Hero, you see a lot of it. He just comes off the curl, and he's burying threes. And the defender's right there. He's just making shots. He's a killer. I was texting a young coach. Um, he he was actually Russell Westbrook's backup point guard in high school. And he's a really good—I played pickup ball with him out here, and he, he does some coaching with my kids. And I'm texting about, like, oh, what's going on? This guy, Tyler Hero, is unstoppable. And he's like, man, this guy, it's like he fell out of the, the Barry family tree. You know, Brent Barry, John Barry— and then you tack on the confidence and the handle, and he's just a next-level player. He's just shooting lights out at 20 years old. Also, it would be remiss of me if I did not mention a friend who will go nameless sent me, yo, have you seen Tyler Hero's girlfriend? <laughs> and she is an IG model. I- I'm not going to give out her handle, but she has 7.7 million followers. Uh, her name is Katya Henry, whoever that is. Um it is, uh, you don't want to look her up in front of your, you know, elementary school age kids. But she's an IG model. She has her share of tattoos. And um, there's a lot of stuff on there, I'll just say, um, that you may or may not like. And then it looks like, I didn't give that follow, but I checked the stories and it's a lot of positive stuff about Tyler Hero. And listen, that's what you get when you're, you know, a 20-year-old superstar living in South Beach uh, you get an IG model with 7 million followers. So congrats to Tyler Hero. I'm just going to say this. I don't think the Celtics are dead yet. If the Nuggets can come back from down 3-1 against the Jazz and then the Clippers, I'm not going to count the Celtics out. But I will say this. They have a major uphill battle here. Well, that's obvious. But I mean, I just I don't know how you beat Miami. One game it's Butler. Next game it's Goron. Now Hero's giving you 37. Bam is a double-double machine. It's a tough, but we know Boston has struggled against the bigs. And, you know, they gave up 10 offensive rebounds. They did have 12 of their own. Um, it's just, oof, feel bad for the Celtics. Also, my Lakers-Celtics futures ticket, plus 2,800 to meet in the finals from October. I haven't torn it up yet, but it looks like it's heading to the trash can. All right, next up, we are going to bring in John Middlecoff, former NFL scout. We're going to break down a lot of the great Week 3 games and uh, hopefully try to make you some money on Sunday. 
You know a guy. Jason likes to think he knows everything when it comes to sports. I know what sports fans want. But for everything he doesn't, he knows a guy who does. Let's just say I know a guy who knows a guy who knows another guy. All right, let's welcome in John Middlecoff to Straight Fire. John's an interesting fellow. He hosts the Three and Out podcast on the Herd Network. John, what's up, man? How are you? What's going on, Jason? Uh, Let's start here. So, uh, you know, a lot of listeners to the podcast are like, oh, this guy's a former NFL scout. How the hell do you become an NFL scout? Uh, Tell us your story, John. You know, I just, I was like any other kid in college, business major, and uh, got involved with my athletic program. And one thing led to another, and I became a graduate assistant from there at Fresno State. Once I graduated, I was going to school at Cal Poly. We, did, we were like Division One AA. So I got a chance to work at Fresno State in the recruiting office. So they basically put me – you know, co- a lot of coaches do it on offense or defense and basketball. You become a GA. It's like your first step in a coaching ranks. Luckily, this was 08 – now, recruiting departments are so big in Division One that these openings. But back then, especially at a at a mid major like a non Power Five, it was unheard of. So it was a really cool opportunity. I did that for a couple years, and we had Ryan Matthews, uh, mm. who was you know going to be a top fifteen pick. So all the NFL scouts had been coming through, and we were producing NFL players. But when you have a first round pick, you just get so many guys coming through. And one of my jobs was always setting scouts up with. Back then, it was before, like, uh, you know, all the streaming. We had, like, the hard copy of tapes, and you'd set up the the VHS tapes. (laughs) And I was just interacting with them a lot. And for two years, getting to know guys. And, you know, Pat Hill had worked for Belichick, and the whole league knew him and liked him. He was producing NFL players. That definitely helped. And I got an opportunity. He knew Andy Reid, and he got me an interview. And I California guy going to Philly, and it just one thing led to another, and I got hired, and kind of the rest is history. Wow. Uh, I guess maybe we'll start with the Eagles then. Uh, listen, they let me down big time, oh, John, me too. in week two. I loved them in that spot against the Rams. They got their teeth kicked in. I mean, I'm not overly concerned here heading into week three against the Bengals. I feel like there's a good spot for them. But Carson Wentz has problems, and we went in on him in the podcast. And I lived outside Philly for probably about seven years, so I have a lot of friends there. And they were like, you know, you're spot on. Wentz is struggling. People are legit concerned there about him. You know what's funny is – I had the game on my iPad because I, I didn't watch it live. I just watched it this morning. I just saw the, you know, the highlights on the red zone. But to get a feel for a player, you got to watch the whole game. To me, he's like a pitcher. You know, when a pitcher that throws like eight, 98, 100, who can't locate. Because mm. Carson right now, I just watching the game, balls are floating on him. They're going high. They're going low. He's, he's trying to get it into guys, and he just he's missing. And I think sometimes, for whatever reason, you just get out of rhythm. Because we saw last year right at the end of the season – and I know they were playing their divisional opponents, but he got hot. Yeah. He, and he kind of helped carry them when they had all those injuries. He doesn't look like that player right now. To me, he can he's one of those guys that can get hot and, and when he's off because he doesn't have great touch. You know, that's like, when you think Carson Wentz right now, you you don't think like Mahomes has really good touch. Yeah. Even Lamar has developed really good touch. Yes. Carson is just he's just off. And they have so many new pieces. You know, Miles Sanders missed that week one. And and say this, the Rams are good. Right, I mean, the Rams yeah. just have a lot of swag. They're rolling right now. That they, they got to be, you know. We talk about all these teams in the NFL that are just ranking them one through five or whatever. People aren't talking about the Rams. I mean, they're, they're, watching them, they're rolling. So that was maybe he ran into a little bit of a buzzsaw, but he's he's playing the Bengals. Their their defense is borderline atrocious. 
if he can't get right this game and they can't win probably by 10 plus, then maybe it's maybe the Eagles are in big yeah. trouble. Let me ask you about Burrow. We saw him on Thursday night. He gets extra rest coming to Philly. Um, I was kind of impressed. I know he threw the ball 61 times, but just the toughness in the pocket against unrelenting pressure. The Eagles defense is going to be angry because Goff embarrassed them. Yeah, he I did. Mean, I'm sure you, you, you watch a game like everything was wide open for Goff. I mean, the Eagles defense was so off balance. It feels like a tough spot for Burrow. Yeah, it does. Uh, and again, he's not really rolling with much. I mean, I don't know if A.J. Green is even 80% of what he once was. Now, Joe Mixon's a good player, but to me, that's about all he's got. Tyler Boyd? Yeah, he's, he's, he's solid. He's solid. I, the, you got to give Joe Burrow credit. I think sometimes when you're that good in college, you never know how it's going to translate. And you watch him on that Thursday night game, even though he didn't win, it was like, wow, this looks like an NFL quarterback. No fans in Philly this weekend. Right, but like you said, they're going to be the Eagles are going to be pissed. But how good is their defense? Like, I mean, you can be mad, but if you just don't have the horses, it's not not you don't just turn into the '85 Bears, right? Yeah, I mean, I mean they're healthy. That's the problem. Like everybody came back on the line this week. The secondary's healthy. They they lack I mean, speed at linebacker. They kind of look yeah. slow now. The one thing is that that Goff or excuse me, the McVeigh and Zach Taylor's going to do this. That offense is predicated on running the ball, then play action, then those throwback plays. So they get they get you with a bunch of misdirection. Mm-hmm. And when you don't have a lot of team speed, especially at linebacker, when you're playing these teams that throws to the tight end, especially throws to the running back, it can expose you. And clearly the Rams, what Higby have three touchdowns. Yeah. So, and they're hitting them like, you know, on play action, throwback plays where he's, a linebacker's chasing them. I would imagine Zach Taylor's going to try to replicate some of those plays. Yeah, that's a great note. Zach Taylor is a McVeigh guy. Yeah. Do you, that actually could help the Eagles, though. They've just seen 100 everything. And, yeah, and, okay. and now more and more, I mean, Kyle, McVeigh, the Gruden, like all these guys yeah. are running this zone scheme, throwing to the tight end, play action, boots. I, I, I think that's – and as as these guys keep getting jobs, it's not going to slow down, right, mm-hmm. as long as Kyle and McVeigh keep having success. It's really going to be – that's going to be the number one offense in the league that everyone runs. So it's going to be easier to prepare because right. you're going to see it countless times throughout the season. So let's talk about the Rams again. Now, they in a, in a weekend with some great games, John, uh, Rams-Bills is kind of uh, that's maybe good. the best 1 p.m. game. I mean, 2-0, and both of them. I think in DVOA from Football Outsiders, Rams are actually the better team. Yeah. Uh, I think they're fourth and Bills are fifth or something. But the Bills are favored here. Uh, by two and a half. I don't. Any thoughts on this game? The Rams do have the tough travel, having left Philly to go home and then coming back to Buffalo. But any thoughts? They did. On they the did game? fly home. Yeah, I know they wanted to stay, but due it's to COVID, tough. It's tough. Yeah, the, yeah, ni- the, the Niners, Niners went to West Virginia. Yeah. So, so it's yeah, it's a weird time. I my one thing with Buffalo is obviously they played two easy opponents oh. to start off the season, but I think we all acknowledge they're a playoff. I mean, they were a playoff team last year. They're going to be a playoff team this year. Mm-hmm. We'll see with the Patriots, you know, who wins that division. I, I think it's fair to say now that cam's good. Buffalo is probably still the slight favorite, but I don't know. We got to keep an eye on that. Yeah. 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 To me, Josh Allen, like we're not going to judge him on how he plays against the dolphins, how he plays against the jets. He's going to be judged in games like this. And this is going to game with a lot of eyeballs on it. And now I don't think the Rams defense is that great. They have two exceptional players mm-hmm. and Michael Brockers is solid, but they got a lot of guys that a lot of teams are going to go after. And I would avoid, and I would imagine that Jalen Ramsey's going to chase 14 mm. everywhere he goes. 
So well, I, and, and also, remember, Jalen Ramsey's the guy, I think, who said Josh Allen was trash to GQ. Yeah, good, 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 uh, po- so good point. I, I wonder if there's going to be some jo- trash talk going on in the game. To me, there's I, just I, a big game for the Bills. Like, I, I think we acknowledge the Rams, they, even their worst season under McVay last year, they were 9-7, yeah. and seven, and this year they would have been in the playoffs under the new format. But this is a huge game for the Bills to kind of assert themselves, DVOA ranking, whatever, but just to prove themselves, like, we're legit – Super Bowl contender, right? Like, we are going to be a team to be messed with in the postseason. You win games like this. To me, the line, like, I, I don't quite understand why you're still getting three points with no home field, no crowd. Yeah. I mean, watch these games. It's just mano a mano. You, you, there's, no, there's no sound in terms of the communication. I saw Peyton Manning said on the Megacast, like, a huge thing about playing on the road yeah. in the NFL is just being able to not being able to communicate. Well, that's not the problem now. So it's kind of just like a glorified – I mean, it's not a scrimmage because they're playing – it's a game, but in terms of the noise and the extra 80,000 people. And Buffalo is a crazy place. So it is, I, yeah. I would say this is a – to me, this should be a pick em. And uh, I would lean Buffalo just based on the travel, but the Rams to me have been better through yeah. the first two games. I, I just got to ask about Josh Allen. I, I tweeted out a picture of him missing that receiver against the Jets when there was nobody within five yards in the end zone. I'm sure you saw the highlight. And they were, they were blowing him out, though, in that game. I mean, they they, were, he missed yeah, that throw. It was an easy throw. But Bills fans are so sensitive about Josh Allen. Um, I know he just had two 300-yard games, 400-yard uh, game against Miami, and he has digs. I haven't loved what I've seen from the running game. Um, I... I is it is it a problem that I'm still a little bit scared? Yeah, well, he's just not a pinpoint accurate guy. Right. You know, he is going to miss some layup throws. <laughs> and, and and also when he misses, he's it'd be the equivalent of like throwing the ball over the backboard or something, like a Shaq free throw. You're like, yeah. what did I just watch? But he's yeah. also going to make some of the, like when he does hit digs on a 70-yard bomb or, you know, rolling to his right, throwing back across his body, making a throw that him and Mahomes can make. He does have that in the bag. And I know I talked to Sean McDermott at the Combine, and he said last year coming into the season, everyone said he just sucked. He couldn't throw short, intermediate, or deep. And he became a good short, intermediate passer. Well, then the knock this year was like, he can't throw deep. Well, they add dicks. So I I think that's just, can he consistently do that? Because they're going to take away everything short, right, and make him beat you 15 yards, because I don't think you can do it. And if he proves he can do that, that you could argue they would be – they could play with the Chiefs if he can be accurate on every level just because of how talented he is, right? But as of right now, that's not who he is. Defense isn't quite as good as we thought. I mean, their pass pass rush is just like, who is that? They don't have a Khalil Mack and Aaron Donald. But we know they're physical and they tackle well. To me, their defense is more than good enough. It more falls to me on the quarterback. Uh, Let's go to Texans-Steelers. John, I don't know, man. I, I know this is the spot for the Texans to get right. Uh, they've played the two best teams in the league. Pittsburgh hasn't been able to blow out the Giants or really put away Jeff Driscoll. I, 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 talk me out of the Steelers here. I mean, this is a great defensive line against a guy who's been sacked eight times. This is a great secondary and no Will Fuller, apparently, for the Texans. I can't – I mean, the Texas defense stinks. Uh, John, what – Well, and what are, are we sure their offense is that good? You know, I mean, <laughs> the, 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 missing DeAndre Hopkins is huge. Yeah, uh, their wide receivers. We knew two or three of them were going to get hurt. Just look at their resumes. <laughs> yeah. I, I I was thinking about this yesterday because the Dolphins have their pick. Sometimes when you do like you know those mm. those multiple first round picks, 
sometimes it blows up on you, and then you have a four or five win season, and all of a sudden that pick is pick eight, and that team is, you know, doing cartwheels in their offices. Like, we just got an incredible – what if the Texans just – this is a year that they win five games. They're just not very good. They run into a buzzsaw of – their division's a lot better, right? The Titans we know are solid. The Colts are solid. The Jags are going to be no pushover by any means. And just this start that the Texans – like, to me, it's clear – like, this should be a seven-point line. The Steelers arguably had the best defense in the league. Yeah. Roethlisberger, he didn't play all last season, and he's old. It's going to take some time. But he's, he's still played pretty solid. I mean, even last week. Like, Denver, Denver to me, is a better team than Houston. Now, I know Driscoll yeah. came in. But you just watch them. Like, they got weapons everywhere. They still got talent on defense, even without uh, Vaughn Miller. And Vic Fangio is just a solid coach. I think there's so much around Bill O'Brien. We got this elephant in the room now. They got rid of DeAndre Hopkins, and they, they – you know, they don't really know what they're doing personnel-wise. And then the way the schedule's set up, I, I love the Steelers in this game. Yeah. So let me ask you, as a scout, right, so Jeff Driscoll, there was, I mean, there was no tape on him from the Denver offense last week. And, after, I mean, they sacked him six times, but he was able to move the football in the second half. So now he comes in, uh, you know, the, the Pittsburgh Steelers, um, oh, well, I guess I should pivot to the Jeff Driscoll game. Um, he's hosting Tampa Bay, Denver-Tampa. <clears throat> yeah. And... You know, when you look at Tampa, it's like, okay, we saw Driscoll in the second half. We have some tape on him. How much does that impact a guy like Jeff Driscoll versus the defense? Yeah, I, you know, the offense is the offense, just in terms like I don't think they're going to change the scheme for their backup okay. quarterback. Part of the reason why you get a backup quarterback is that you don't have much transition if something happens because it's the one position. Like with a defensive lineman, you have eight of them. Right, an offensive line. You never change. But with well, a San Francisco does it. <laughs> yeah, quarterback people freak out. Yeah, Snyder's have a lot. They're going to run what Pat Shermer runs, right? Technically, they want to run the football. They get that's why they signed Melvin uh, Gordon. They had Philip Lindsay's been banged up. They got all these weapons. Like that's to me why Jeff Driscoll does have a chance to succeed. But I just think you can watch what they've done the first two games. They're going to do that again. Maybe go back to just some preseason games or when he's played before. Anything that he does well that they'll try to implement. But at the end of the day, if you're Tampa, you just think we're way better than him. We're going to kick his ass. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, Tampa's – I hate to say this this early in the week, but they're my favorite pick here. I mean, no Cortland Sutton, no Drew Locke. Lindsley, as you said, it looks like he's out with the toe. Turf toe, uh, yeah. A.J. Bouye out, out at cornerback. And the Bucks. I mean, John, if you watch that game, like, they dropped seven passes. Uh, Shady McCoy dropped a touchdown. They should have destroyed the Panthers. And it wasn't a destruction, so I – I know Denver at altitude is supposed to have an edge, but I think Tampa crushes them. They're just getting started, aren't they? Yeah, to me, with Brady making the transition, a place that he'd been for you know two decades, but really him and Josh had been back together once he got fired in Denver for a decade, there was going to be a transitional period. And yeah. they started against New Orleans that had been together forever. Like I, I was, People freaked out about that game. Tom is old, so it's like, oh, he's old. Yeah, he is 43. So it's, gonna it's just going to take some time. He has the weapons. Bruce Arians' resume speaks for itself. To me, like last week, this is a get-right game. That game, like you said, ton of drop balls. They're going to be a major factor. And the more you watch the Saints, you're like, well, if Tampa starts getting their mojo, they have a better defense than the Saints, right? In theory, yeah. right? If they stay healthy, Todd Bowles, just how relentless they are. How are the Broncos going to score this week? You know, yeah. if it's, it's going to be tough, especially if you can. Like one thing, when he got a little confidence last week, Driscoll, you hit a couple passes. He hit like kind of a lucky wheel route that ended up being a touchdown. If yeah. you don't allow a backup quarterback to get some confidence early in a game, it can snowball. 
Because with a starting quarterback, you get ups, you go down, like three and outs, whatever. It's, you don't get phased. With a backup, the elephant in the room is like, does this guy suck? And then all of a sudden, you get down like 10, 14 points. It's hard to dig your. It's much harder to dig yourself out of a hole when you're backup quarterback, your starting quarterback. All right, let's get to the two best games. We'll start with let's go Packers Saints. Okay, this is a, you know nobody really wants to take the Saints here. Everybody's loving the Packers, the general public. But I, John, I I think this is a great spot for the Saints. Everybody just watched them on the Island game Monday night. And, you know, they don't really look at the box score. The Saints average like seven and a half yards per play. I know there was some garbage time at the end. but they have a bunch of drops except- in that game. There yeah, were some yeah, drops. And the penalties just killed them. I think 10 for a buck 29. I kind of like the Saints going home, and I think the Packers a little bit overvalued. Am I wrong here? My, my one takeaway is, and I know he's played the Lions and he played the Vikings. Everyone's asking like Russell Wilson, and I love mm. Russell Wilson. I would say that Aaron Rodgers has been every bit as good. I mean, Aaron Rodgers looks like yeah. peak. 2013-2014 form. Again, opponents, not great, but he is rolling right now. And it's pretty clear, you know, in that first game, right, the Saints got a touch, they had a pick six. So it's like it hasn't all been their offense. Yes. And uh, I don't know. I, I, I just I, – I, I agree with Coward that, that Drew Brees is off. Something's just – he's not so, the yeah, same sure. as he once yeah. was. And Michael Thomas, I, I think it's fair to assume he probably won't play this week. What about Devontae Adams? Have you heard anything? Yeah, well, I read today that his his hamstring's not that bad. It's not like a severe okay. hamstring pull. Do they need Devontae Adams to beat the Saints? Uh, the Saints I, but I'm with you. Just as a, as a gambling standpoint, everyone's going to bet on the Packers. There is definitely yeah. value with the Saints. But just the eye test last week, like at Monday night, the, the Raiders' defense is not good. They have no pass rush. Their corners can't cover. Their linebackers are okay. They have really like one impactful defensive player, and they just couldn't score points. Yeah, and the was, one thing with the Packers is they score points. Yeah, you got to keep up. I mean, it was remember it was seventeen seven Saints like late second quarter, and then I think that's when the penalties helped the Raiders get the get the touchdown, and then Drew Brees with a bad pick, like you said, Brees off. Now listen, he's forty one. I mean, yeah, well, he's old. Like it's not, it's not. Yeah, the old yeah, guys yeah. should not be this good at football. I agree. Yeah, <laughs> you know? we've never seen this historically. All right, so the game of the week, John. Um, Chiefs Ravens and this is weird because the Ravens are favored by three and a half and again this I feel like it's an overreaction to Mahomes uh, and Andy Reid sputtering a divisional game a rivalry game and you know they just did not look sharp and and truthfully Mahomes has not looked great now I had heard from somebody that the Chiefs have eased up the offense and they're not sending guys deep on the fly routes because they're worried about the hamstring injuries early in the year. They're not bombing 50-yard passes early. Um, I don't know. Any thoughts on what you've seen from the Chiefs? Because Patrick Mahomes has kind of been bottled up. Yeah, I mean, I I wouldn't put much. That's that's a good little nugget, if true. I got to text someone with the Chiefs. That'd be genius if that's what they're doing. Because what do they have to prove early in this season, right? Yeah. They have nothing to prove. You can't lose Tyreek Hill for like six weeks. The Ravens have something to prove. Because last year when they played the Chiefs, the score was actually much closer in the game than I watched. Because the Chiefs kicked their butt. And and Lamar got a bunch of garbage time yards and points at the end, I think in the fourth quarter, if I remember correctly. Mm -hmm. To me, this game should at worst be a pick them. Like, especially, yeah. again, this is in Baltimore, right? No fans. Yeah. So, that, that I, I don't understand this automatic three-point when the Chiefs, if they have to win a game, and this, again, they don't have much to prove here. This, to me, is much bigger psychologically for Lamar. So, if you play this team again, which I think we would all sign up for right now as the AFG, yeah. AFC Championship game, Lamar is going to have to beat them with his arm. Like, maybe he runs around in this game and has a bunch of yards on the ground. Like, 
as we know, for his, I think the Ravens are probably going to be the one or two seed a lock again, right? Probably right, right there with the Chiefs. And maybe not – Chiefs might not even care that much. Now, it, this year, because the one seed is the only team that gets the bye, maybe they yeah. will when it push comes to shove at the end of the season. But I, I, I don't have, like – like, there's nothing the Ravens can do for me in the regular season to make me change my mind on – I've seen yeah. them in the playoffs now two years in a row. You, you don't run around like that. The, the teams take it away, and they make you beat you with his arm. And he hasn't been able to do that. Now, I'll give Lamar credit. He keeps getting better. So, I would say if Lamar can throw for three or four touchdowns on the Chiefs, running aside, you would feel very good about when they play him again in the playoffs. Like, that's something that would translate. But if he lights him up running, it's like, well, we know that doesn't happen when the games matter. So, I don't even, well, I don't even know what to make of this run. game. I mean, the Chargers ran all over uh, the Chiefs, I believe. And even the Texans early in the opener, um, yeah, it looked like they had some things going on the ground. And that was quickly snuffed out. And the, they couldn't, you know, protect uh, Watson when he dropped back. But I don't know if the Ravens are able to run for 200 yards like they were against Houston last week. Is I mean, are the Chiefs in trouble? We know keep away works. I, I would say, well, like last year, though, remember how good the Chiefs' defense was the last like five or six weeks? They they really okay. got on. They they were they looked like the previous year, and then that last month of the season, I think even the last two months of the season, they had one of the best scoring defense in the league, and then it clearly translated to the playoffs. Even though they got down by a bunch in a lot of these games, yeah. I don't think they would be able to do that again, and they clearly don't want to get down in these games. But I just there's not a guy that I would bet against in a big game than Patrick Mahomes, and I'm not that, that is not a regular season game. Like he'll lose some regular season game. He'll look like he did last year in some regular season games. Yeah. He now has enough of a resume where we don't even it doesn't even mean anything to me. All right, John. Last question, not pertaining to a game. I haven't prepped you with this. I didn't tell you it was coming. If the Jets, I'm sorry, when the Jets fire Adam Gaze, any thoughts as to? I mean, it's going to be the third coach in four years for my guy Sam Darnold. As a longtime Jets fan, it yeah. pains me. I was hoping Gaze would work out. I God, was they wrong about God, it. they suck. I mean, they're terrible. It's unwatchable, yeah. honestly. Yes, it they is. have no it's... receivers. Although Beckton's look great on the offensive yeah, line. Yeah, he's a stud. But where do you go to get a coach for Darnold? Or do you say, we want to interview coaches because Darnold's our guy. Um, obviously, it becomes difficult if they get the number one pick and Lawrence and Fields are there. But if you're a Jets fan, get, just give me a sliver of hope. I, I asked a good buddy that's that worked with Joe Douglas, and I I, okay. I don't I don't know him. I said, what type of coach would he want? Like, what's his type guy? And he said, think John Harbaugh. You know, I mean, that's who he worked with in Baltimore. He just said, think mm. old school football toughness. And I, I don't think he will be caught up. Like, I, I think recently we've seen a lot of these hires that have been like, we want this flashy offensive toy. That's not what he thinks. And if you look at already his personnel moves, look, he the star left tackle. You know, right. when you look at his history in Philly, the type of players that they uh, acquired when he was, you know, running it with Howie Roseman there and coming from Baltimore, he I, I think he has more of an old mm. school feel. So like, you know, like Arian, Zimmers. Now I, those guys don't exist, but I don't think he's just going to sign like or attempt to hire. McVeigh's right hand guy. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I, I think that most humans, the way we do it, when you have a young quarterback, you just go, "Who's the hottest offensive mind?" Because that's just the easiest thing to say. Right. I don't necessarily think that's automatic, and he, he's even friends with like part of the reason this we thought it might work. Right. He knew Gase. It, to me, in fairness to Gase, and I, I don't follow the Jets on a daily basis like some diehard fan. Their team has by far the worst roster in the NFL. Yes. Like, even if you yeah, gave yeah. Kyle Shanahan and McVay that roster, they wouldn't win that. They, be they, they'd be 0-2 still. And here, you, you mentioned the draft pick earlier if the Texans are awful. 
and is, I forget who has their pick in the first, but the My, Miami from the Tunzel tri- trade. So the Jets have Seattle's from the Jamal Adams deal. And I went into the season like, oh, well, maybe if Seattle stinks and well, you know, they got a new offensive line in Seattle. Now, their defense is not great. But, but, but it's, I think it's fair to say that minimum they're 10 and 6, right? Worst case. Minimum. <laughs> yeah. Unless Russ goes but, down. But, but I think like season. part of being a such a crappy team like the Jets are, you got four first rounders now the next two years, right? That's not yeah. – you got picks – you got you got ammo, and even like let's say you improve next year, maybe the following year a player becomes available. Like Minnesota this year, they gave up twenty two for Diggs. You can always use one of those mm. picks in the twenties just to get a player, yeah. which you know you don't always have to use the pick on a on a draft pick. You can maybe in a year you think you're like closer to be an eight and eight team, get Sam Darnold some help, and go get a star wide receiver because they're a little like NBA players, right? Sometimes they want out. Yeah, come available with contract needs and we, okay. I can you know, dig. That. I, I need something to get yeah. excited about, John. But I mean, I, mean I there is no. I mean, there is there's not a team farther away from just being average than them right now. And even <laughs> like even a diehard Jets fan, I think we all agree, right? You just watch that team. You're like, yeah. beside it's the left tackle who is a monster, yeah. and the quarterback is talented. But what can you do if you have no one to throw to and no run game? I love Frank Gore. Yeah. Frank Gore is 90 years old. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> All right, John Middlecoff, Three and Out podcast on the Herd Podcast Network. John, thanks a lot, man. Great stuff. See you, buddy. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Vredestein tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Vredestein test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is gonna be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at AmericanExpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. 
featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like in the parking lot at your kid's peewee championship game. A trophy bigger than your five-year-old is blocking the rear windshield of the car in front of you. As they reverse into you, you're stuck on defense. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, this crash could drain your athletic fund. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. The only thing better than sitting on your couch watching the game is making money while you do it. Here's your best bet. Best bet time. Took an L on Wednesday. Celtics did not deliver. They didn't even win the damn game. 19-12-2. Still profitable. Still, uh, you know, in the uh, plus above 60%. 57 is about the magic number. So, a little two-game losing streak. And I'm going to give out three on Friday's podcast. Obviously, NFL games. I haven't looked at the college slate yet. The college slate gets better this weekend. But, folks... Uh, so many games are canceled. It's tough for me to get like too excited. Just I gotta wait till like Saturday morning to make sure the games are happening. Um, so best bet for Thursday night. I'm going with a parlay. Okay, a hundred dollars on this will win you. Looks like about a buck sixty-five. I'm going with the Miami Dolphins getting three points in Jacksonville. Parlayed with the Lakers on the money line. Now. Lakers let me down on Tuesday night, and I cannot see a way that they lose game four. And you can go ahead and mash, uh, just just crush me on social media all you want if the Lakers go down in game four. I would be shocked, okay? There's an article out there taking shots at LeBron, um, JaVale, Dwight, and AD. You know they heard about it from the coaching staff, from fans, maybe from their family members. They got punked by Jokic in game four. I mean, they, they couldn't get a rebound. He out-rebounded all of them. He punked him. And I assume the Lakers will come out with a hardcore mindset that we are going to beat that ass. We are coming back. Y'all put a clown suit on us. We nearly had the comeback against you. And um, I expect a max effort. Um, I would keep an eye on this Caruso injury. I don't know how serious it is. We'll see. Last I saw, they were going to do an MRI. We'll see. Listen, Danny Green, you're going to have to show up. I don't know if this is a Deion Waiters game, but Kuzma... Is going to need to show up. And I, I like the Lakers on the money line. I don't know if they'll be able to cover six and a half. Um, but Lakers on the money line is one half. And the other half is the Miami Dolphins. And folks, I am absolutely sorry that I'm giving you a team that is 0-2. And the reason I like the Dolphins here, and this is goes back to the line that I'll repeat throughout the podcast as we do football gambling. The professional gamblers play numbers. They don't play teams. And if this is two and a half, if you, you know, by the time you listen to this podcast, if you wait until mid-morning, if you wait until the afternoon, I don't think Dolphin 3 will be there, okay? I think this will go down to two and a half because the professional gamblers are going to say, hold up, 
You're telling me the Jacksonville Jaguars, who two weeks ago, before week one, the Jags were supposed to be the worst team in the NFL. They had the lowest win total. They were supposed to be tanking. And listen, the front office did set up them up to tank. If you want to, I know the players aren't tanking. The coaching staff ain't tanking. But the front office tore it down so they could get a number one pick. That's what they're doing. You're telling me now, in week three, they're favored over somebody? Really? By by three? Jacksonville favored. So I do believe this line will come down. I, listen, I don't know if it's going to crater to pick them. Gardner Minshew has looked sharp. Uh, I have my man DJ Shark. Baby Shark. No, I did not just do that. DJ Shark in my fantasy team. He came through in week one. Week two, he was eh, kind of good. But I need bigger numbers, DJ. Uh, we know the Miami Dolphins defense is not very good. I, it smells like a shootout to me. If I was a greedy gambler, I would uh, do a Lakers money line, Dolphins plus three, and give me the over. But I'm not going there. I'm not that confident uh, in, in Ryan Fitzpatrick. Though, if Tua comes in, who knows? All bets are off. But I like the Dolphins to cover the number here. Fitzpatrick is known as a uh, backdoor king covering the spread. Last year, they, they had a good run there at the end of the season covering. So there's your best bet for Thursday night. Get the remote ready. Lakers money line. Dolphins plus three. We'll talk to you Friday. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like in the parking lot at your kid's peewee championship game. A trophy bigger than your five-year-old is blocking the rear windshield of the car in front of you. As they reverse into you, you're stuck on defense. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, this crash could drain your athletic fund. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great Thank conversation. You. Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- craft month with the perfect pizza at home class from craftsy and anytime is right to listen to iheart radio's iheart country radio discover more shows and movies for free your last day of vacation and you found time for a deep tissue massage followed by a long mud bath then a two-hour nap because you're an american express platinum guard member and booked your stay at a fine hotel and resort through amex travel which means a 4 p.m checkout 
And those relaxing vacation vibes can keep going at the airport in the Centurion Lounge. Just a splash. Before you board the plane, back to reality. See how to elevate your travel experiences at AmericanExpress.com slash with Amex. Don't live life without it. Terms apply.